Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Welcome to Unhappy Hour, the show where we bitch about all the things we love to hate every single week. I'm your host, Matt Bellasai. I'm here in the studio, as always, with my producer, Barry Finkel. Hi, Barry. Hey, Matt. Guess what? It's my birthday week. Shut the it's my birthday fuck week. Up. Have I told you I'm pretty sure that was my dog's birthday? Oh, my God. No. Am I your dog reincarnated? Probably. Or is your dog me? Re- are we one? We're one. That was our dog, Malik. You want to hear something sad? Oh, fine. Our newest dog, Charlie, yeah. had to be put down. <gasps> uh, this was the first dog that, was like, was sudden? it? Yeah, kind of. I am so sorry. I had no idea. I don't know why I brought it up right now <laughs> while we're recording. Let's just leave this as the intro. so cute. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm sorry to you and to Debbie and everyone This involved. was the first dog. I mean, it's sad for my, my mom. Yeah. Because this was the first dog. They got, like, after I moved away. Right, right. So I wasn't, like... I mean, I still like them. Yeah, 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 of course, of course. Well, on that sad note, we're going to kick things off, as always, with Worst Things First, the worst news of the week. Some may say we already got it. We got it. Sorry, Charlie. After that, we are diving deep into your problems, because we loved giving advice so much on our Valentine's Day show that now we're going to do a more frequent segment of giving advice. Yeah. Mostly terrible advice. You're welcome. And finally, we've got Michelle Buteau on the pod. Michelle is a comedian, actress, late night podcast host, and she's now a hilarious guest complainer. So we've got all of that and more. Let's get into it. Let's do it. Let's not wish Barry a happy birthday and start the show. All right. Worst things first. The worst news of the week. 
first. An Oregon man will spend up to a month in jail because he was caught on tape breaking into his neighbor's home while they were away. And then they were like, hey, why is all my underwear missing? Because he'd been stealing all this woman's underwear. (laughs) Or as the New York Daily News wrote, nicking her knickers. Uh, The 68-year-old man was seen breaking into his neighbor's house. And later, it was discovered that the victim was missing an undisclosed quantity of underwear. (laughs) You know what this is? What? An old-fashioned panty raid. Boom. So cut him a break. Let him, like, he's 68, okay? That's no, my dad's She's got to be selling it on her own. <laughs> yeah, I this guess. This is taking that economic opportunity away from her. What I really want to know is were they clean underwear or used underwear? Yeah. Because we need to get to the bottom of this. The bottom of those bottoms? <laughs> he was convicted of first degree burglary and third degree theft. I don't understand degrees. I don't either. Just call it. Thievenin in Berglin. There we go. And he was only sentenced to 30 days in jail. I think the thing that upsets me is when he's out of jail, he's probably moving right back next door. You know, he's not like leaving <laughs> yeah. his home. I what know. do you do then? What do you do when your next door neighbor is just stealing your shit? Yeah, I can't imagine someone coming back and being like, oh, here is, There's, you have to live next door again. to this person. Maybe this, this man was doing her a favor. Mm-hmm. He could have broken in and stolen her old pairs. Yeah. I wish someone would do that. <laughs> Give me a reason to buy new underwear. I'll keep that in mind next time I'm over. Next! A woman is facing charges after she was pulled over by police for driving the wrong way on a one-way street. But when the officer pulled her over at a red light, she looked at him and said, I don't think so, and then drove away. <laughs> <laughs> Hero! Shiro. Thank you. You're welcome. This is an all-inclusive podcast. Yeah. We don't refer to women heroes as heroes. No. <laughs> okay? They're not worthy. Yeah, I just love this energy for this week. If a cop pulls you over, I don't think so. And then you you keep driving. You just keep on going. Do crimes. Don't apologize. <laughs> Tell them I sent you. <laughs> They're going to play this in court one day. She was eventually taken into custody and charged with aggravated fleeing from a law enforcement officer and reckless driving. This my, my favorite part of all of these types of stories is the last line is always, it was not known if she had an attorney. <laughs> she doesn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She's her own goddamn attorney. That's why she fucking fled. <laughs> you think anyone with an attorney would flee? No. They'd be like, talk to my fucking lawyer. You know, you know how many said? times I've said that? How many? Zero. Wow. You have an attorney. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, this was big on Twitter uh, recently. A recent survey found that more than half of Americans use a swimming pool as a sort of communal bathtub. No, there are communal baths if you want to take a communal bath at a house, at a bathhouse. All right. Well, that's not what they're used for. The Water Quality and Health Council which is a made-up thing, found that 51% of Americans use swimming as a substitute for showering or use the pool to rinse off after exercise or yard work. I feel like the wording of this is like, all right, have I done this before? Probably. I guess. But like, it's not like I every day I'm doing that. My family definitely has been like, or if it's in the middle of the summer and we know like at some point we're going to go swimming, like we're less likely 
to shower before or after. I no, mean, after, I, always. I always was supposed to shower afterwards because I had very sensitive skin and the chlorine would just destroy it. Yeah. But also, like, it wasn't like I was like, oh, let me go do disgusting yard work. Right. Just and then digging only in the dirt. swim in a pool and yeah. then, like, go to an event. Right. Some 48% of Americans reported that they've never showered before swimming. And then they found that 40% of Americans admit they've peed in the pool as an adult. If you pee in a pool... As an adult? (laughs) Yes. Three very important words. If you pee in a pool as an adult, you're a terrorist. (laughs) Because that's so fucked up. Have I peed in like a lake? Sure. I get so nervous about that That's basically a toilet. Yeah, it is. A pool, like, that's, no, that's an enclosed space that you're sharing with a shitload of other, like, a lake or an outside thing, like, you're basically just swimming in, like, fish diarrhea. Yeah. That's fine. But, like, a pool, no. No. This last fact is my favorite. The survey also revealed that 24% of people would go into a swimming pool within one hour of having diarrhea. No. (laughs) It's the number one rule of all pools. On that note, everyone, just wash your goddamn body. Okay, we'll all take these notes. Um, Don't diarrhea in a pool. Next, we're going to solve all your problems. You're welcome. Deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive. Deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep All right, so recently we set up an email account where you can tell us all of your problems whenever you want, and so far, you've really delivered. And now, Barry and I are going to select a few of them, and we'll answer them today, and if we don't get to yours, don't worry, because we're going to make this a more regular segment, and eventually, maybe, we'll get to your question, unless it was a bad question. And now you'll just have to wonder, every day when you go to sleep at night, whether your question was just bad or whether we just haven't gotten to it yet. Why you want advice from this man, I don't know, but it's you do, true. and we're here. So let's get into these advice questions. We're going to solve all your problems, but also we're not liable for any outcome should you follow this advice. Thank you so much. All right, let's do this. This first one is from Mara, and Mara says, I need your help trying to convince my husband to hate the name Verl, that's spelled V-E-R-L, for our future child. Why, you may ask? Because he loves this name. As a somewhat sane member of society, I know this is a terrible idea. I want my son to be successful in life in anything but mass murder, and Verl just makes him destined for the latter. And then she gave us a few more details, which is that they got married last October. They're trying to have kids now. They're talking about names for their future children. When she and her husband joined her dad's girlfriend's dad's family for Christmas... Her husband found out that the dad's girlfriend's dad's name is Verl. Jesus Christ. And they think that's a reason to do it, even though it turns out Verl, the the dude, is a total dick. And um but they just they just want to name it. So yeah, so, so basically they the name. Yeah, they like the name. So her husband does. Yeah. So this this person is asking, how do I convince him not to name the child Verl? All right, what you do is every morning you're going to want to put a little bit of cyanide in his coffee, okay? <laughs> Just a tiny amount. It's called microdosing. You don't want to overdo it. <laughs> and then after a while, he'll start getting a little, like, smelly mm-hmm. um, because he will have died 
well, get pregnant first. Right, right, right. That's a very important part. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, by the time you have your child, your husband will be dead and you can name it whatever you want. Probably after him in his memory or me, if you choose. I'll accept <laughs> I middle think name. that's a great, great thing. Uh, it's just Matt. Matthew, Bartholomew, <laughs> yeah. well, Mateo. Absolutely compromised by naming your child fully <laughs> Matt Bellisa. A man who just suggested you murder your husband. <laughs> I have an idea. What? Every time someone throws up in any situation, start calling it verling instead of hurling. <laughs> just associate it with something, not someone, but something gross. Uh, they and maybe, just verled. Yeah, they just verled. We'll we'll start it here. Get it trending. Hashtag Verl. Yeah. It also sounds like something you would do when it, it's like a flu vomit. Ugh, I just Verled. I just Verled. I actually haven't Verled in a while. I know, but even just the thought of naming a baby Verl makes me want to Verl. That's a use of the word. There you go. Yeah. If we haven't thoroughly destroyed this name by now, then honestly, he deserves that name. We solved it. This one, the subject line is, help I live with Satan. Sam writes, my name is Sam, and I currently share a three-bedroom house with the devil. Allow me to elaborate. (laughs) Elaborate? I added that because I'm hilarious. After finishing college last year, two friends and I moved in together, and everything was going fine until one of those friends revealed herself to be absolutely bananas. She now does anything she can do to, quote, make our lives miserable, and yes, that is a direct quote. Her terror ranges from leaving a sink full of dishes caked in food, then leaving for London for two weeks, to deflating my tires for parking in what she has deemed her space. Just this morning, she tampered with the driver's side windshield wiper so that it fell off on the freeway on my way to work. We live in the Bay Area, and it's currently pouring rain. She refuses to clean anything, mail her rent check in the same envelope as ours, or speak to our other roommate or me. Anytime we try to talk to her, she just walks out of the room. We don't know how to confront her or to get her to stop. What should we do? All right. So what do you want to do is every morning put a tiny bit of cyanide. (laughs) Honestly, half of that sounds like low-key illegal. No, yeah, no, for sure. I I was, I don't. I don't know if you actually get a police officer involved, (laughs) but like this shit's crazy. Also, maybe prank back hard. Yeah, like chop off a horse head and put it in in her bed. Right. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. Like like minor. With just a passive aggressive note Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that says like, this could be you. I do feel like there are like you like as a tenant do have (laughs) rights against this roommate. Yeah, because, like, I feel like, okay, everybody has a roommate story that's, like, they left all the dishes out. Right. I've been there, done that. It was me. But, yeah, like, tampering with your car, letting the air out of your tires. Yes, that's wild. Also, I just want to validate you, Sam. This is fucking crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Satan was an understatement. Yeah. Ooh, you know what? If you know them and you know their parents... This might be a move to just get their parents involved. <laughs> okay. To just Spoken be like, like a hey, true... hey, yeah, your kid's a piece of shit. There's something there about like finding out what exactly will get to them. Right. Because the other thing is like all of my life advice is pulled directly from 30 Rock. <laughs> and you can go the Liz Lemon route of like peeing in a vase in front of them. Right. Yeah. You definitely like, just take your asshole out in front of her. Mm hmm. Take all those dishes and just put them on her bed. Yeah, take a fat shit on one of her her bowls and then put it outside of her door, her mm-hmm. bedroom door. Mm-hmm. 
Well, th- one of the things. Oh, okay. Or what about like a note um, comprised of like a ransom note? Yes, yes. Comprised of like a bunch of magazine cutouts. I mean, one of the main things is she said anytime we try to talk to her, she just walks out of the room. We don't know how to confront her or get her to stop. So yeah, handcuffs. Yeah. Okay, handcuffs. Um, a lot of notes under the door. Uh, a lot of notes taped to the door. Um, a lot of text messages. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I don't know. I I feel like, in all seriousness, not that anybody should take, I feel like I'm loath to give uh, actual advice because I feel like I don't want to mess with anybody's lives. But I feel like, yeah, there's got to be like a, a hard warning, like an or else kind of thing. Like, you got to stop this shit or we're going to have to like get the police involved. Yeah, whose name is on the lease? Because if her name's That's not true. on the lease, you've got a lot of freedom here. But also, yeah, real estate in San Francisco is real. Mm-hmm. So good luck with that. <laughs> not solved that Solved, one. solved. All right, next one. Hey, Matt, I got the notification for this um, advice episode at the perfect time. Not going to lie, I've had a couple beers. Okay, I've had one. And I'm already tipsy because I'm getting old, Matt, and I don't know what to do. So I would love your and Barry's advice on my life right now. I'm getting getting a master's, and I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Everyone keeps asking me what my plan is. I don't have a plan. I'm very confused about everything. And everyone's saying it's going to be fine, but, you know, I'm also single. And have absolutely no prospects. So I am stumbling through life at the moment. And it's fucking awful. So if you have any advice for someone who is very confused and very lost in their life decisions... That would be great because right now I just keep going to school because I don't want to face the music and get a job. So I am single and living with my parents, living the dream. But if you have any advice on how to navigate adulthood or navigate moving on or how to figure out your next steps, that would be, that'd be much appreciated. Maggie, thank you so much for sending a voice note. Yeah, that was a great use of the voice note because uh, I really felt, I felt the emotion of yeah. that. Also, listen, if I had answers to any of these fucking questions, I probably wouldn't be here right now. What the hell does that mean? You're, you're, you're... I'd be in some place better. Okay, cool. With Thanks someone better. Think... Wow. Wow. Yeah. All right. Maggie, you're doing great. You're doing great. First of all, Thanks for listening. <laughs> you you got great taste in podcasts. Um, and you know what? You're certainly not alone. A lot of people are getting masters because they don't know what, what else to be doing. But that's a good... You're getting a master's. You're going to be a master of something. I'm not a master of shit. Yeah. I would say, yeah, first of all, obviously you're not alone. Like I said, I feel like I do not have my shit together and I'm in the same boat trying to figure out what the fuck I'm doing, even though I have a podcast. <laughs> that is the thing, though, is it's easy to like look at a lot of what other people have and feel like you are not figuring shit out. But like the real truth is nobody knows what the fuck they're doing either. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've been in a very like rip off the bandaid mood recently. Mm. 
I feel like my my biggest issue with anything is like I sort of have a vague sense of like some of the stuff I should be doing. Like I was I was resistant to like getting on the dating apps and I was resistant to like going to the gym because I, I think I would start thinking about things that I had to do and too like big of a scale. And uh-huh. I'd be like, I just can't. It just sounds exhausting to me that I have to both get started and then just like keep doing that forever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, oh, now I have to go to the gym always for the rest of my life. But like, just get to the gym that once. Yeah. Like, I feel like once I get going at something and like once I'm in the midst of it, it's fine. But it's the like getting started that I really don't like. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I've I've gotten better at being like, yeah, let's rip off the Band-Aid. It's going to suck probably. But like it sucks for a second and then you get used to it. And then at the end of it, you feel better. She wrote in the email, she's afraid that she's going to end up in a job she hates, um, surrounded by people she hates, and she'll be single, and all this stuff. And it sounds like it's a lot of fear about the future. And first of all, that's okay. That's normal to be afraid of the future. But also, if you do end up hating your job, you can leave. Well, I don't know your economic situation, but there are other avenues that you'll be able to take. You're not you don't necessarily have to be stuck in a job for 30 years or something like that. You know, like take it one day at a time. You're working on your fucking masters right now, dude. You're getting your masters. That's not nothing. That's a big thing. And you're yeah, you're living with your parents to save money. That's freaking smart. Yeah. I'm I'm just shedding money on rent. Yeah. And on a bachelor's degree I'm not even using. Yeah. So you're already ahead. Yeah. You're gonna be fine. You're gonna be great. You're great right now. Thank you for listening, Maggie. <laughs> Solved. <laughs> Solved it. Today's episode is brought to you by Lisa. Lisa believes that a bed is more than just a place to sleep. It's a place for relaxation and rest. And they believe that everybody has the right to rest. That's why they make two awesome mattresses, plus accessories and bases to give your body the deep rest it needs. Here are the deets. The all-foam Lisa mattress is new and improved. It features cooling LSA 200 foam for enhanced pressure relief for side sleepers. And their Sapira hybrid mattress? Yeah, it's the perfect combination of foam and spring for pressure relief and edge-to-edge support. Lisa's mission is to provide a better night's sleep for everybody. And from day one, Lisa set out to create a company with heart. That's why they donate one mattress for every 10 they sell to organizations that work in causes like foster care prevention. To date, they've donated more than 32,000 mattresses through more than 1,000 nonprofits. As you know, we got the Lisa All-Foam mattress for the guest bedroom at my parents' house, and that cooling LSA 200 foam helps me fall asleep and stay asleep. I love my family, but I really love my Lisa mattress. You can get 15% off your entire order at lisa.com slash unhappy and use promo code unhappy. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com slash unhappy, promo code unhappy. Today's episode is also brought to you by BetterHelp. If there's something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals, BetterHelp Online Counseling can help. BetterHelp offers licensed professional counselors who are specialized in all the issues you want to talk about. Depression and anxiety, they got specialized counselors for that. Issues with relationship or family conflicts? 
How about trauma, anger, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem? They got counselors for all of that and even more. You can connect with your professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. And don't worry, anything you share is confidential. Plus, it's so convenient. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions as well as chat and text with your therapist from your own couch, your bed, park bench, wherever is convenient and comfy for you. And if for some reason you're not happy with your counselor, you can request a new one at any time for no additional charge. But best of all, it's a truly affordable option. Unhappy Hour listeners even get 10% off your first month with the discount code UNHAPPY. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com unhappy, fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs, and get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com unhappy. My guest complainer today is comedian, actor, podcast host, Michelle Buto. I didn't ask you how to pronounce your That's name. That's okay, but you were into it, and I got it. It's like a Buto or Buto. It's like Bureau, but with a T. If you want to be an asshole, you could be like, Buto. But Buto. who's going to do that? <laughs> who's going to do that? I'll say M- Michelle Buto. Ah, oh, panties are coming off. Yes. Uh, you can see her stand-up on Two Dope Queens on HBO or the comedy lineup on Netflix. And make sure to mark your calendars. She has so many projects coming coming out. Always Be My Maybe yes. and Tales of the City yes. on Netflix and The First Wives Club on BET. Welcome, Michelle. Hey, thank you. Did I get all of them or should we call your accountant for the rest? Those are the ones I remember right now. Oh, I have a podcast coming out May 21st on WNYC Studios called Adulting with my friend Jordan Carlos, which is amazing. We would love and be honored to have you on the show! <laughs> Obviously. I mean, I'm horrible at adulting. So, Okay. What is the pod? Is that what it's about? You have like, a job. You have a successful job. I barely have a job. You just ha- you told me you had a salad with chicken. That is adult <laughs> That's not a job. <laughs> no, it's not. But the choices for your body, which is your temple. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's so much to talk about. I know. Um, Girl, where are we going to start? I don't even know. Well, Where are you from? Uh, where am I from? Chicago. Yes. Are you into the deep dish? I love deep dish. Do you believe Jesse Smollett? <laughs> <laughs> the two things I know about Chicago off the bat. This is what we need to clarify. Yeah. Every time someone says they're from Chicago, we need answers on deep dish <laughs> and Jesse. Yes. Um, I, I feel like I stopped really paying attention to what was that story took too many twists and turns and I got whiplash and I'm like I don't know who's suing who now but like he's now in a battle with the government of Chicago how crazy is that it's crazy but anyways we always we do start usually by asking our guests what is one thing you hate that everybody else loves yes I thought about that long and hard the list was too damn long and I tried we can go through all of them this is a podcast about complaining, Perfect. ostensibly. Perfect. Uh, a lot of things. Okay, Big Brother. I don't get it. The show the or the show, Big or Brother the concept. Ah! Well, I'm the only child, so let's be honest. Um, oh, okay, okay. No, not the concept, but definitely the show. I don't understand. I, is it supposed to be like Lord of the Flies? It's is it supposed to be like The View? Like, how do you win? How do you lose? Like, I don't understand why it's interesting to watch people, you know, sit in pajamas with a beat face talking about who they're gonna be friends with and not be friends with. It, it's sort of like the Survivor shows, the the Bachelor Reds and Bachelors. The, the whole th- that whole thing. I feel like everything I hate is like on CBS and ABC. Sorry. <laughs> 
But I, that I can't. I, I don't do not understand. endorse these views. If anybody from either of those <laughs> networks wants to give me money, I'll take it. I mean, I'd rather work with one of their studios. LOL. It's for real. Plus, they don't drug test. But the point is. <laughs> At least like Dancing with the Stars, you can see what they're doing. They're trying. Yeah. They're trying There's the Fox the trot. Yeah, yeah. And they're doing all the things. You know what I mean? And it's just like, why would they just sit in a house with like no cell phones and be like, I'm going to be friends with this person. But it's, it's, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't like it. I've never watched Big Brother. Because you like yourself. I, well, and there's too many other things going on. What about like celebrity Big Brother? Does That's that make it better? <laughs> That's even worse. Like that's your comeback? You can't go and like try to audition like the rest of us fucks or write something. Remember when Omarosa like broke news on oh, Big Brother? Omarosa! <laughs> I can't. I just cannot. Yeah. She went from uh, being in the White House to telling Ross Matthews on Celebrity Big Brother. That was wild. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's one of the... Have you ever seen Love Island? No. You know why? Because you love yourself. Because I'm capable of love. <laughs> yes. I'm capable of love. I have someone to share love with. No. What is Love Island? In my, in my vacuum. My love vacuum. <laughs> that sounds like a nickname for your penis. My love vacuum, yeah. It coincidentally it does suck. It sucks <laughs> outward. <laughs> is that how it works? Yeah. Cool. Um I the, my mind is going in so many places. I, I need to pick a lane. That's okay. I'm right here with you. <sighs> we were talking about foreskin earlier. Yeah. And I you know your husband is European, right? Yeah. So yeah, we're dealing Vintage with some, white right, into right. it. Yes. Yeah. I'm for the skin. LOL, get into it. Like Yeah. I definitely go to the Women's March, but if I was going to put my own protest together, it'd be like, keep the foreskin. You're born like that. Beautiful Lady Gaga. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know how I... I don't have strong opinions about it, really. um, For myself, at least. Okay, fair enough. I feel like it's easier to deal with without it. I mean, I feel like it's just the same. But, But, you know, I also, like... To me, I also like ground my own coffee beans. <laughs> like I like the extra step. So I feel yeah, like it's fresh. It's it's about the pageantry. Yes. Yeah. I'm also really bad at examples. <laughs> you will learn this about me in two point two. Um, I don't even know where we we started on Big Brother. Um, you're telling me about celebrity. Love Island. Oh yeah, Love be a Island. A bunch of dummies on the island trying to find love. Basically, no! yeah. But Is it's it British. Fa- Whoa, no. So that makes it a little classier. I, I love that it keeps coming back to foreskin. So does that mean, do, do they know each other? Is it like the exes or is it... Is it still like no? An so experiment? it's like five guys and five girls come together, and they have to pair up. Like at the end of it, the public votes on like the couple that is not not the strongest, and they so they have to like convince people I've that they're falling. Asleep. I hate this so much. <laughs> I like I, if I was an executive, I'd be like, "Where's the window? Where's yeah. the window?" That I don't like. I also don't like um, versions of something that's supposed to be good, like like the brother, the Big Brothers, and the Voice and stuff like that, right? Yeah, and I yeah. know, and I love British Bake Off, but there's other British Bake Offs, right? Like there's the Dutch Bake Off, and this, and it's like, okay, if that concept, okay, fine, Chopped. I'm into Chopped, but then we get to Canada Chopped. I'm like, stop, right? Stop. Get, this is a cutthroat competition <laughs> with mystery ingredients, y'all. Too fucking nice to yeah. really get into what the squid fucking does. That's why the British Bake Off is good because they're so nice to one another. Yes, and then you and make the American version. Yes. Yeah, and it's just like too... very Gordon Ramsay, yelly yelly. The music yeah. change feels like a Jersey Shore. Everyone reunion. is like, you're also making like cheesy blasters. It's yes. not like nice British food. It's like disgusting monstrosities. It's gross. And what I love about British Bake Off too is that you get a little like history lesson, and it all comes down to a fat king with gout who wanted more butter and a biscuit. Right. 
I uh, got Mary Berry's cookbook for. Uh, you did wait, but wait as a gift. But like, which decade of Mary? Because there's so many decades. She's right. Well, it's she's elderly on the cover of it. She also has always been elderly. I don't know if I've she's seen. She's like it. weekend at Bernie's. Like right. they're just propping her up, and she's just like soggy bottom. Move on. And then she, like Paul I've never like, seen her legs. There's no no proof <laughs> that Mary Berry has legs or that she is alive. I know. I got it when I was in Chicago and I had it in my suitcase and my suitcase got uh, taken by another person from the Did carousel. you call Liam Neeson? <laughs> yes. Your suitcase was taken! No, I, I told the story on the podcast before, but uh, I called the person because it was we had the same bag and they took my bag and the, their bag was still on the carousel and I saw the tag and it had their phone number on it. So I was Liam Neeson and I called the number and I was yeah. like, were you just on the flight from Chicago to New York? And it was a teenager who thought I was like crank calling him. So he told me to like suck a dick. <gasps> and then you did. And then I did. And then 45 minutes later, I called him back and I was like, what are you? He, he, I like hung up on him. That it was is a whole so ordeal. Rude. Like open the suitcase. Yeah, it was like you took you took my suitcase Long story short, I had to explain to a Southwest employee that my, I know, also I was on Southwest. No, it was a very harrowing girl, day. No, no, you But I had, they asked better. me to describe what was in my suitcase. And the only thing I could think of was a Mary Berry cookbook. Thank the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior, that you had that Mary Berry cookbook. Yeah. She saved the day once again. So I was like, my weed is in there. My what? <laughs> Very, very cookbook. Was it a pen, an edible, or just straight up weed? It was a pen. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. It was a whole plant that I was carrying. Look, I don't know how you roll. It was just a. It was just a dosist pen. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, Yeah. I I usually put my makeup bag in a carry on. Yeah, with this hair, I know. I'm living on the edge. Has the TSA have had to go through your hair? Oh, before? I get a pap smear every time I go through. Are you serious? <laughs> They're in my holes. Look at my titties. I have so much wire. They're like, is there a bomb? I'm just like, you tell me. You know, it's just <laughs> there could be. Yeah, you would have no me. idea. Yeah, I was like, there could be. I don't know a business card under there. My missing key. I don't fucking know. Just yeah. get in there. I feel like my privilege as as a, a white man. I've never been groped by the TSA. Oh, you haven't lived. They've definitely like laughed at my dick. I'm sure. Oh. Oh, okay. I would say it's the same. Yeah, what can they see? I don't like that. What can they see? I don't like that. They definitely can see every every hair ah! that is growing. No wonder they want to check me out. <laughs> I With these newborn twins, I haven't done shit. It's like an episode of Naked and Afraid down there. Like, you need to pick... <laughs> We're in it now. You need to pick your weapon of choice. It comes with instructions and directions. There's a pickup zone, a drop-off point. Mm-hmm. My poor husband... Yeah, sure. Yeah. And he's just like an episode of Naked Afraid, just bending over with a white ass everywhere. You're just like, what? Edit. <laughs> Did you have questions for me? Or are we just like... We're just kind of going with the perfect. flow. Um, we started with the thing that you hate, uh, which we only got to one of them, which was Celebrity Big Brother. I don't like panels. Like faux panels when you could tell people do not have chemistry and don't like each other and they're yeah. there to serve like the, I'm the white girl that wears primary colors and I'm a Republican. Well, I'm the sassy black girl because you can't afford Sherry Shepard. Like, I don't <laughs> like that shit. That shit right there. No. Are we talking panels on like a news shows, any panels of it. like the view, panels or like... in general. 
Well, not the view. I feel like they've got it figured out because now it's such a big, huge stage and it's very yeah. political now. Like you have to know your shit. You just can't be up in there just watching 90 Day Fiance. Well, yeah, I know. Most of them don't know what the hell they're talking about. And by most <laughs> of them, I mean like Megan McCain. She, is a, she is a panelist. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know what the fuck is happening. What She doesn't. And I'm just like, wow. You know, I used to like going to Arizona, but now I'm just like, never mind. Yeah. What is she doing? <laughs> She's like cage animal energy. Who hurt you? You got this, girl. What <laughs> <laughs> can I say? Just anyway, so much panels. Yes. Panels. Um, yeah, I'm moderating a panel later, and I'm very. I'm like, I don't. I don't know what energy to bring to that because it's Oof. a. It's. I went to journalism school clearly, <laughs> uh, and my journalism school asked me to come and be on the panel, and then they got three actual journalists, and they were like we have a better idea why don't you moderate that's another thing too that's something i hate when people hire somebody that actually has a personality and be like dance clown (laughs) it's like well bitch my knees are hurt from tap dancing for so many years for you that's how i feel how do you do people come up to you on the street and like expect you to like of course look at my face and my titties (laughs) i have freckles and curly hair they're just like jumping on top of me i'm just like my body's not a tempur-pedic mattress calm it the fuck down especially now that i have babies and i have a really big dog lola she's a lab mastiff and people are just like can i pet her is this like you can try yeah i would expect babies to be like like sometimes i'll purposefully talk on the phone just so like nobody bothers me i know uh but sometimes it doesn't i know i would think babies would be like the next level of that of like don't talk to me i have babies people think it's an open invitation like i am down especially after a show to, to kiki and take a picture yeah but when people keep talking and they tell you more than one story. It's just like, take TikTok, bitch. You've got to wrap it up. I'm giving you the light. you got to edit yourself. Do you no. know what I mean? Like that it's, that it's like 99% of it is learning to just end a conversation. Yes. And I used to be an editor, so I get it. Beginning, middle, end. Trend the fat. Okay? Bye-bye. People don't know. That's How- why I love like when New Yorkers like see a proper actor or whatever, like Jake Gyllenhaal. They're just like, love your stuff and keep it moving. Like That's what you get. Yeah, just a drive-by shout. Yeah, it's a drive-by shout. But I've definitely talked to people where like they don't they almost like don't say anything they just expect you to kind of like do something yes why and that i don't like me either i'm not hosting your wedding i gotta go have you have you gotten wedding requests god back in the dizzy no longer <laughs> <laughs> no longer no i, I think like, people know we don't want you at our wedding pretty much yeah yeah no longer so how old are your twins now they are four months old Okay, so we're still very much in it. Oh, yes. We are. I am sleepwalking. (laughs) you will be for the next, like, 18 18 years. years. Yeah. 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 Or longer. Or longer. Uh, Depending upon how independent you raise them. Look, they're already paying their own taxes. (laughs) Good, good. Get your shit together. They're good for something at that age. I mean. Okay, so we have panels and uh, Celebrity Big Brother, or All Big Brother. All those shows. Yeah. Mainly Big Brother, yes. Sure. Did you have any more to your list? or or... The makeup tutorial people. (laughs) It's not a real fucking job. Beauty vloggers. Well, yes. Did you follow? any of the drama of the past couple weeks? No! Did you even know about this? No! I'm changing (laughs) diapers and shit! No! What happened? How do you not set your infant children aside to follow YouTube beauty vlogger drama? I'm a terrible mother. I really need me time from the beauty vloggers. (laughs) 
<laughs> Everybody so, tells you that before motherhood. Yeah. Make time for the beauty vlogger drama. What happened? So there's a beauty vlogger named James Charles. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's 19. He's like the first like male face of CoverGirl. Yes. So he has uh, a bajillion followers. And then there was a 37-year-old or 30, 37 or 39-year-old woman who would like mentored him and now is in a fight with him. And everyone's just accepting that this like 37-year-old woman is in an internet feud with a 19-year-old boy because he endorsed a vitamin brand that was not her vitamin brand. I'm telling you this was like in the actual news this week, Michelle. That is what I mean. <laughs> this was in the mainstream media. That is And she made wild. a 45-minute video about it. No. That has long. 40 million views. No. As of too this many. recording. <laughs> too If all those people would go out and fucking vote instead of watching this video, we would not be having this problem. Did I watch it? Yes. Ah! <laughs> Did I watch it on two times speed so I could finish it in 22 and a half minutes? Also, yes. That's how you economize. Min- no, I feel like her emails are too long and that's just extra. <laughs> you know, people that like showed you the way or just been like, this is what you should do in a meeting. Really want to take credit for your shit. And you can also calm down. Also, he don't owe her nothing. He don't owe her a damn thing. Did I- he say thank you? If not, say thank you and move on. Like what? Who cares? No, it was a breakup. It was a friend breakup. Yeah, that's hard. A public breakup? Hard. Yeah. How have you, have you had a friend breakup? It's almost my nationality. It's like Buto. <laughs> it's French for <laughs> friend breakup. <laughs> Buto breakup. Um, yeah. Why? Why does it happen so much? You know, now I'm realizing how um, precious my time is because I don't have a lot of it. Yeah. And the energy that I give somebody, I go hard. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll pick up the phone call. I'll come over. You can sleep over when the thing. So now I'm just like with between my husband and my dogs. You have to be kind to the people in my life right. and, and respect them, too. And so when that wasn't happening, I was just like, oh, I cannot invite you to all these things. Plus, there's so many um, friends from different groups from all places that I've lived and worked in. If you can't get along with that other group, then it's just like, I can't. There's a big, there's, I have a big table for a reason. Right, right. You know? You got to gel with everybody. Yeah, and also I'm realizing giving my time to my husband like for the last 11 years, having like a partner and shit that you actually like. I, I can't be I can't be my friend's therapist like I love to help but now you're exhausted it's exhausting you are a vampire you love to live in this loop this circle this sunken place of what do I do and be a victim it's just like put it on a magnet and fucking remind yourself do you know what I mean it's just like I I had to really break up with people at least put them on peripheral circle of you know I feel like we're having the same conversation every time we talk you know what to do you are doing the same thing with a different person and it's still somehow their fault right so it's just like accountability like if you can't take it i'm not even like teddy mellencamp you know what i mean i'm not an accountability coach like obviously look at my back fat like i'm also like let love live butter and rose is amazing okay but i'm just like i i can't be mad for you all the time you know i can't have your vitamin right yeah Yeah, just to take it back to the vitamins. Yes, full serve. Yeah, no, you have a you have a finite amount of attention and energy to give to people. You can't everybody, be wasting it. Everybody does, right? Yeah. Even Oprah's like, I love y'all, but I got to get off TV right now. <laughs> I need to sit down. <laughs> yes. I mean, she has more energy than any of us. I she know. she's barely human. Um, Ugh. 
Yeah. It's the cauliflower pizza. I f- fuck her for that. She, <laughs> she flip-flopped hard. She did. She went from I love bread to I love cauliflower bread. I gotta I gotta check out the cauliflower pizza. I haven't I, yet. I won't. I won't do it. I can't I can't I debase myself that way. Look, I'm I will eat you could put hot sauce on steaming shit and I'd be like, you know what? <laughs> it's got a little tang on the back the heat on the back end <laughs> so like the proper hot sauce We're doing it. I'm shoveling it in my face <laughs> I am also Buto's also French for garbage can beautiful oh merci beaucoup I, I 100% believe you I have no ability <laughs> to fact check that <laughs> um, why do you hate blue beauty bloggers we, we, we went on a tangent my tangent of their drama you know what I just don't get it I don't get it. I don't understand it. Unless you're coming up with something brand spanking new, I, I feel like I'm living a lie with you because I don't believe people go out with that makeup on and I don't think they're doing it themselves. Okay, we're, we're full-blown conspiracy theory now. Prove it. Come for me. Just kidding! <laughs> don't come for me unless I sent for you and I just sent for you. I'm so sorry. Please don't come for me. I, I am a big titty mom and I don't have time. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, I love a good conspiracy theory, so I will I will jump on board with you and say that they're all liars. Thank you so much. And that, yeah. I mean, also at this point, like, Instagram has filters that will just give you a full face of makeup. Oh so God. why even bother? I know. Or, like you're meeting people in person? They should figure out how to do that for TV. Yeah, I'm just saying. Someone was just tweeting about how there's like face CGI that they can add. Yeah, someone said that about Wine Country, and I don't think they did. Maybe they did that for the pictures because they did a lot of flashbacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to go to the premiere, didn't you? I did. It was good. Oh, funny. I should have been females. I'm, I'm yelling. I'm gonna yell at someone for that you, oversight. You you because better. I should have been there. It was amazing. I yeah. wish you were there. My husband was sitting next to Steve Buscemi. <laughs> it was <laughs> why was Steve Buscemi there? I, you know, he's friends with the girls. What can I say? Sure, why he not? He supports the girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I saw a screening of it, but it was it was not fancy. <laughs> it, it was just here, come to this theater, and we'll sh- we'll show it to <laughs> That's you. But still great, and it made me want to drink wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, at this point. When when are we not drinking wine? That's true. <laughs> that really is the mom diet. Like you forget to eat, but like you remember to drink your wine real fast, and nobody sees. Yeah, like I feel like when you're when your children are still that age, like under a year, when they can't like move on their own. Yeah, you can get as drunk as you want. Kind of, but then like you don't want to drop them and like trip over something, and then also drop them, and then also squeeze them too hard and like kill them. Yeah, my brother got dropped on his head. What? And there was blood like spurting. What? And he's still alive. Good story. Years and years later. Decades. Is he okay? Um, well, debatable. Oh. <laughs> His head is seemingly fine. Does your mom still talk about it? Well, it's a touchy subject. It was my grandma who dropped him. <gasps> but he made it out alive. So Yeah, but that's still just like... That's my thing too. When old people want to hold my babies, like they still got good hips and <laughs> yeah, strong you arms. Have to do I'm the... just like osteoporosis is real. You better listen to Sally Fields and those Beniva commercials and sit down. I don't. That's why I don't even like holding babies because I'm like, yeah, don't. I don't want to like Lenny it, you yeah. know, <laughs> of mice and men. It, I accidentally like shake it too hard. Yes. I mean, don't shake it. Number one, you have to watch a video and sign a release that you've watched the video at the hospital before you go to the hospital with the baby. Do you really? Yeah. 
Wait, explain this. <laughs> I, I so, need a play-by-play of this when video. You have a, when you have a baby, so we had a surrogate. <laughs> right. And so because a surrogacy is technically illegal in New York unless you're um, related to the person, we had to... Is it really? Yeah. Is it to prevent, like, trafficking? I can ask the old white men that made the laws. I have no idea what old Explain white men Explain this law to me. I know, right? I was like, um, it's really only legal in seven states. And so Pennsylvania was the closest for us. And so, you know, in Pennsylvania, at least, and anywhere when you have a baby, you have to become a doctor within 24 hours. Right. Which is like crazy. Yeah. But you just, I guess, go on instinct and just like now Google. <laughs> and so... <laughs> yeah. Google has replaced instinct. Ooh! I don't need a pediatrician. I got Google. Just kidding. Um, shout out to my doctor, Dr. Gilgoff. Whoop, whoop. So, yeah, it, you have to watch a video of how you hold a baby, treat a baby, um, when they're crying, this, that, and the other. It's The reenactments are wild. I'm just like, I can't even look at this. This is It's so crazy. And then they make you sign a video. And, um, yeah, it's a whole thing. I don't even, yeah, I... I don't even know where to start. That's okay. We can move on. Tell me about your your upcoming projects. Oh, my you goodness. You have so many. Oh, my goodness. Well, um, Tales of the City, I didn't finish the books, but I remember the miniseries, and I was just like, this is so edgy and wonderful, and I hadn't seen anything like it, and so I'm so glad Amistad, um, Armistead Mopin, I have to get his name right because I'm from Jersey, and it's almost like a speech impediment, <laughs> and Lauren Lenning decided to bring it back, and there's no better time than now. And, you know, I do have a soft place in my heart for San Francisco mm-hmm. so I feel like if I were to ever live on the west coast again it would definitely be San Francisco because I just uh, the diversity in general and it's so beautiful I'm like yes and so my character is the sassy neighbor that sort of like is um a tell it like it is bitch with um Brian Hawkins one of the characters uh-huh. and um it was probably one of the best experiences I've ever had yeah um because they were so thoughtful and inclusive and even the writer's room was all uh, all queer writer's room and there were drag queens booked and there were trans uh, people on set working um, directors and actors it it was it felt like everybody was a little unicorn and I was like oh my god you know when you think of uh, Hollywood and the business and how hard it is and the casting couch and this and that it's so nice that we've just like gone through all this bullshit to say hey we don't have to do this we could do it for us by us and so I'm completely honored to be a part of the project also, I'm topless. <laughs> <laughs> There's something for everybody. I was gonna say you gotta bring something as Look, as a straight woman walking in there. Exactly. You better take your top off. If I'm saying, and I brought enough for the class. Okay. <laughs> There's gotta be enough. You have to share. Yes. I don't even know what it's about. Oh. So, um, okay, Laura Lenny's character, um, she's sort of just like a straight edge, boring, uh, let's say, um, when you don't have a lot of experience doing something from the suburbs. Um, and she lands in San Francisco and just meets like a cast of characters at Barbary Lane. I and see. it's sort of just like if friends met RuPaul's drag race, yeah, but also landed on where would they land? Fuller House, San Francisco. Yeah. That's my connection. I know, but everybody is definitely taking the test on their own to get into school. (laughs) Oh, my God. I've I've lost the thread. Yes, Fuller House without the entitlement. (laughs) Sure, 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 Um, sure. (laughs) (laughs) 
I just how got the do, reference. How, I just got the reference. Oh, God, I don't know how I'm going to do press with like four month old twins. What is this about? It's a beautiful story. <laughs> you got it. You have to. It, it truly is. And Laura Lenny, I had to audition for her because she's an executive producer on it too and also starring. Yeah. Talk about a boss ass bitch. She is amazing. She's wonderful. She's smart. She's in tune. She knows what needs to be done. Does she walk out and introduce each episode? Like Masterpiece Theater, Downton Abbey. Got it. It's the reference. I've never seen Downton Abbey. She walks out and introduces every episode by saying, I'm Laura Linney and this is Masterpiece Theater. Oh, that's so cool. Um, it's not. <laughs> I was saying Downtown Abbey for way too long and nobody corrected my ass. Like That's the Jersey version. It is. And you know what? I have my own version of a lot of things. Like my husband and I just opened up a furniture store in Bushwick, um, VandermostModern.com. Check it out. 159 Troutman, mid-century modern furniture because he does. Yeah. And so, you know, it's that shit. And I was like, oh my God, we got a, we got a Rick and Morty. And he was like, you're joking, right? And I was like, a Rick and Morty? That's not what it's called. <laughs> so dumb. How did I come this far in life? What, what are you trying to say? A brick and mortar. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> this feels like I'm high, but we're not high. <laughs> um, What's next? <laughs> so we have a little thing called Elaborate, which is uh, where we find some of the things that you complained about or said you hated on Twitter. And I want you to elaborate on them. Oh, my God. I yeah. barely tweet now. This will be hilarious. Did you have to dig some deep? Some of them into- were from 2010. I was uh, about to say, <laughs> you had to dig deep because once I moved in with my husband, I was like, who has time to tweet when I got to make chicken and suck a dick? Yeah. Um, <laughs> chewing minty gum is not a sub for brushing your teeth. No, it's not. Who told you that? Who said that was? It's not. How like, many look, people do you encounter? I, I A lot of comedians. What about Altoids? Because that is stronger than brushing your teeth. Look, unless you're on a walk of shame, no, you got to brush your teeth. Yeah. I can smell the plaque in your system. Oh, this one is about Macy's Herald Square. Um, okay. It's like a petting zoo. There's long lines and it smells like shit. <laughs> <laughs> that seems on brand. Yeah. Yeah. I do think there is this mystique of the, the 34th Street Macy's. Same with Times Square. And there's so many people that run through it, you know, 24-7. By the time you get there, you're like, yuck. Yeah. Like, for certain, I've stepped in something. Or no, that's just the way this whole place smells. I legit thought that that was like a normal place to shop, the Macy's. I know. Like, when I first moved to New York, I was like, this is where New Yorkers go. Of course. But it's absolutely not. It is not. And and there's like Century 21 and other places, no diss to Macy's, but it is crazy. Also, I would go down because uh, in the basement level. The is one the, and a half floor in the men's, yeah. yes. There's the men's like underwear section, which is basically like a bathhouse down there. Ooh. Um, I gotta go. Yeah. In that I just have a constant boner when I'm down there. Yes. Um, it's like a night in Berlin, honey. <laughs> yes. Um <laughs> You know how like people went through like Kevin Hart's Twitter and they're just like homophobia. Yeah. They'll go through my Twitter and be like, she can't host Oscar. She makes no fucking sense. <laughs> Clearly, we think English is her first language. She's not good at it. Um, uh, yeah. Um, 
God. All right, maybe we'll just end on that one. I think that's a strong. That sounds really good. Yeah, I think that that's a strong. That's a strong, strong Let's one do to, that. to end on. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Before we let you go, where can people find you and your work? Oh my God, you can find me at home, brawless on my couch, taking care of two twins, Hazel and Otis. I cannot Beautiful. wait. My work, though, I mean, anywhere you subscribe for podcasts, listen to late night whenever or adulting they're um beautiful plus size bodies of work (laughs) just a size 18 like meal in your mouth um yeah and follow me on the instagram because i'll just be there doing my thing and then adulting yes and adulting and you'll be on the show and they should come to see you when you do the show yeah of course boom all right well thank you so much oh my god thank you for having me and we'll see you next time what a cute chicken nugget bye bye bitch wear condoms All right, we're almost there. We're almost at the end of the show. But first, our chasers. Chasers are the good stuff that helps all the bad shit go down easier. Starting with the TV we've been watching this week. Barry, what you been watching? I started season two of Killing Eve. Ooh, I haven't watched it yet. Oh my God. We watched the first episode last night, and I'm just so excited to be back in this world. It what is, is it on? Um, It's on AMC. Oh. But if you want to watch it without commercials, you can also just buy it wherever you buy TV shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm, watch- I'm so excited to be back in this. And I, it's it's a hard one for me because it's like I want to binge it all, but the seasons are so short. Do I really want to savor it? Or do I want to just like watch it all and take it all in? I don't know. I haven't decided yet. But I finished Deadwood, um, so that's exciting. And the movie's going to come out soon. And, you know, Game of Thrones, by the time this episode comes out, will be over. Veep is over. Uh-huh, Barry uh-huh. is going to be well just that season will be over so you know I feel like we're we're starting into a new TV season of yeah of our lives so what about you what are you watching uh what have I been I feel like I've watched a handful of things because mm-hmm. what I finished Barry uh, I, I know you're finally caught up yeah isn't it incredible yes. <laughs> it's so fucking good no, the, I guess the two new things I've been watching. I I watched all of uh, a little show on Netflix called Bonding. Oh if yeah, you've seen that? I've, I've read. Yeah, I've um, heard about it. Yeah, I think there's only like six or eight episodes. It's like fifteen minute episodes, so it's kind of like a little mini show. Nice. Um, it's pretty funny. It's like a dark comedy. I don't know if they ever say like, oh, it's set in New York. I mean, it's set in New York. It is funny because there there's a few places they film that I'm like, oh my god, we've been there. <laughs> That one of one of them they clearly film at Sid Gold's, the karaoke piano bar oh, yeah. <laughs> we've been to. Um, That's always fun. Sadly, they did not sing karaoke. I but, mean, neither did we. Um, yeah, the basic premise is that the main character becomes an assistant to a dominatrix who's like a college friend of his, and then he has to do a bunch of weird stuff. Not a show for children. Also, Darcy Carden is in it. Yeah. Uh, and then the other show I started on Netflix is called Dead to Me. Oh, yeah. Christina Applegate and... Linda Cardellini and James... Marston. Crisscross. Yes, who I love. Yeah, um, it's hard to talk about it without spoiling too much, although there are a lot of twists. It's very, like, Desperate housewives But not that campy. It's a dark comedy, but more drama with comedic moments. Hmm, okay. And yeah, the basic premise is that Christina Applegate's character, her husband was killed in a hit and run. Mm. And then she meets this woman at a grief like group counseling session and they become friends, but this woman like has a secret. 
But yeah, it's very good. Acting is really good and it's funny and yeah. Nice. So I've been watching those two things. Yeah. What is your non-TV chaser? Still on my baking grind, but um, and I made another technically bread product. Uh huh. I baked cinnamon rolls this past weekend, and it was extremely satisfying and I just made me so happy. Yeah, it was great. They were fluffy. It was like I, I like cinnamon rolls that are very f- fluffy. I guess you know, not the dense kind. Um, but man, it is just so fun to make them. So that was my chaser. What about you? My chaser, I have a couple things this week. One is on theme with what I said, I don't know, last week or a couple weeks ago, that I was looking for apps that are like fitness apps so I can learn how to do shit. And someone tweeted at me, a listener, whose Twitter handle I cannot find right now, but I see you, I hear you, and I feel you. (laughs) Uh, Suggested this app called FitBod. total great name Mm. but i actually like it a lot you like type in all the stuff that like you have at your disposal maybe it's just body weight maybe it's just dumbbells or whatever so i went to my apartment gym and like put everything that they had in there and then it builds workouts for you and it it has videos and shows you so like my dumbass can do it But the problem is my body is so unaccustomed to any type of physical movement that I did this on Monday and we're recording on Thursday and I can barely lift my arms. (laughs) I'm just like full like I my my body is in so much pain. Uh, There's also another app that I found that I like called Romwad. No, (laughs) no. Uh, It stands for range of motion workout of the day. Okay. I just learned that. I I thought it was its own word. (laughs) But it basically, it's like a 20 minute like stretch slash yoga situation. And you follow along with the video. Um, And the one I started with, the one guy who's who's like a shirtless guy who shows you how to do it (laughs) is a Love Island contestant. (gasps) Wow, that's very exciting for you. Unfortunately, he doesn't speak. He's just oh. like the meat, but it's nice to look out while I stretch my groin. There you go. And then the other thing that I had was I started listening. I, I used to try to fall asleep listening to like an audiobook uh-huh. on uh, my Alexa. And I was browsing Audible and I saw that there's a new show that they have that I, I downloaded. And it's... Uh, I guess it's like a three-hour like play almost, but it's Kate McKinnon and her sister. I think it's her IRL sister. It's called Heads Will Roll, and it's like a fiction podcast basically. Oh. It's a th- I think it's only three hours, and she plays this like maniacal like queen, this evil queen. What? And who's going through, like, people are trying to overthrow her. But it has an amazing, like, Meryl Streep does one of the voices. (laughs) Tim Gunn is, like, her assistant. Oh, um, yeah. But I think it's written by her and her sister, and it's, like, very well done. Wow. I haven't finished it, but I recommend it. I'm enjoying it. Thanks for listening to Unhappy Hour. You can head to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get podcasts. Hit that subscribe button, then rate us and review us, but only if it's nice. I don't want to hear your shit. 
Unhappy Hour is a production of Pineapple Street Media. It's produced by Barry Finkel, Melissa Slaughter, and me, Matt Bellisai. Special thanks to Jenna Weiss-Berman and Max Linsky. Our music is by Hansdale Sue. You can bother Barry at Finkel Berry Pie. You can worship me at Matt Bellisai. And you can follow Unhappy Hour Pod on Twitter for all the latest podcast buzz. And that's it. That's everything. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Uh, bye-bye. I've been brought down to my knees. I've been pushed way past the point of breaking, but I can't take it. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring today's episode. For whatever struggles you're facing, from depression and anxiety to trauma and grief, BetterHelp can connect you with a professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient you can schedule secure video or phone sessions, as well as chat and text with your therapist, and anything you share is completely confidential. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option. Unhappy Hour listeners even get 10% off your first month with the discount code UNHAPPY, so why not get started? Head to BetterHelp.com unhappy and fill out a questionnaire to get matched with a counselor you'll love today.